red carpet to the celebrity street style hairdos and hair don'ts. This is Get Trust With Us. Here's your host, ladies and gentlemen, Us Weekly's beauty director, Ms. Gwen Flamberg. Hey guys, it's Gwen, and you're listening to Get Trust With Us. Well, here I am in my home studio in Tribeca, New York, with my cohort, Mr. Travis Cronin, on the mic. Oh, hello, Gwen. So good to see you. It's great to see you. I hope you're listening to us on Spotify, on iTunes, on wherever you listen to your podcast. Travis, what have you been doing for self-care this week? Oh my God, so much, Gwen. Well, I went to my parents' house in Connecticut a week ago. So I've been hiking, running a lot outdoors, wearing a very strong SPF. I got the red light uh, machine, the one from Amazon, that's like 120 bucks. And I've been doing five days a week, red light, three days a week, yellow light for lymphatic drainage. And I've been taking a bunch of biotin, collagen, and doing my new face to sculpt my face. It's oh my fun. gosh. I mean, you've got, you've got some extra time on your hands. I don't know how you get sleep. <laughs> I mean, I have just my bedtime routine. It doesn't matter if it takes 25, 30 minutes anymore. You know, I got the time. That is true. What about you? I've been doing a lot of sheet masking. You know, my favorites are by Knesco and 111 Skin. I just, they are both so, they're like the big guns of sheet masks. Mm -hmm. Really cooling, really depuffing, really have lasting effects on the skin. They're amazing. Of course, you know I've been using my Zip device. Like, I've been doing Melanie Simon, who is the celebrity facialist. She's worked with Jennifer Aniston, among many others. Um, who created the zip device, she posted on her Instagram a kind of like a regimen, like a three time a week regimen of the programs that you can layer for like mm. optimum effect. And I have been following it to a T. And I got to tell you, Gwen, you look so young. Guys. I mean, if you could see her, Gwen looks visibly more youthful in every way that, and it's clearly the ways that you want to, you know what I mean? You're like, I have a problem with my neck, which you don't, but it's gone. No, well, because there's also on the zip device, there's a new treatment called jowls. Mm-hmm. which I, like I think that. is hilarious because it like, like tell it like it is. It's just- Who doesn't I mean, hate their jowls. That's right. And I do jowls three times a week and I'm telling you, it is made, I'm like lifted. Girl, you're lifted. Your lifted face is noticeably smaller. Can you tell that my face is catching light differently because of the new face? I thought it's that like, it was, I thought that it was just the light in your room, but no. no. It's three months on the new face and I've been doing, you know, the contour of the face and the cheekbones and lifting one of my eyebrows up to make it more <laughs> symmetrical. And now when I catch the light, it's actually catching my face better. We're finally three months in and I can see some results and I'm so happy. No, it does look, it looks really, really amazing, Travis. And, you know, I have to say, I like that you're finding a workaround to the needlework since you can't get to the cosmetic germ for your Botox to lift your other eyebrow you're, you've learned the workaround and you're using the new face and it works. So maybe this will actually just that habit will, will last for you. And you will maybe like not hit the needles as often as you do. Right. I will just need that one line in my forehead that nothing can cure but Botox, but everything else, I think I can do a little workaround. Got it. Well, I'm, I'm happy to hear you say that you think that my face looks young and sculpted on FaceTime. It does. Because, you know, as you know, I'm single, and the only way that I've been dating right now is virtually with yeah. like 
talk about virtual strangers via, you know, FaceTime and Zoom and like the whole notion of like a socially distanced date. I I don't even understand how this is going to progress. I mean, there is something really interesting about the intimacy that you have with someone when you see them on camera. So mm-hmm. I, I I understand how video chatting can build a certain intimacy, but how do you progress a relationship when you can't hug? Or like, when is it the right time to hug? You know, it's like, I have a friend who, she met someone via a dating app and they actually, after having a couple of socially distanced dates, they had a long conversation about the risks and via an analysis of risk versus reward, they decided to make it physical. That's sort of what I think the dating game is now. I agree that there's something so intimate about video chatting, but I feel like it's it's hard to not come off as an interview. You know, when you're on these, since there's not an environment to interact with, it feels very interviewy for me. I wish we had an expert who could answer all these questions, Gwen. Well, Travis, it's your lucky day because... Today, we have a one of our favorite repeat guests Amazing. of Get Trust with us. We have um, high-end New York City matchmaker Rory Sassoon on the line. She is the founder of Platinum Poor, which is a high-end matchmaking service in New York City. And she also has some clients in Miami and, and some other cities. And she is the matchmaker to the Real Housewives of New York. She is set up Ramona Singer, and she is here to, like, help us navigate this landscape. Hey, Rory. Rory, it's so great to to hear you. I know. You hear me, right? Hi, Travis. Hi, Gwen. So happy to, like, be here and chatting with you guys. There's so much to catch up on. I mean, so much to catch up on. Tell us how, first of all, you know, for our listeners who might not have heard your incredible episodes before... Tell us a little bit about Platinum Poor and why you started Platinum Poor in the first place. And then we'll talk about where we're at with dating right now. Great. So Platinum Poir is actually, like Gwen had explained before, it is a you know matchmaking service that caters to you know the single, successful male and female that are looking for a serious relationship. Um, it's, it's actually a company that's been eight years old at this point. Um, we have been approached, which is really, I think you guys will find this fascinating. We have been approached to go digital about six months ago. And I really just felt like it would not be like the right time. I didn't think that's something we really wanted to do. And at this point, Corona hits. And what are we going to do, guys? Like we needed to figure it out. So we created something called the Pair Club. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, we, we guarantee you six introductions. It's $500 for three months. It's obviously, it's not the platinum level of service, but you know what? It's six introductions, three months. And like I said, it's, it's obviously less expensive than, than the, obviously the platinum membership, but you get to FaceTime date. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And if you guys want to take it further and the relationship keeps on going, then that's up to the individuals of when they'd like to have a socially distanced date until they want to have a real date. That's really interesting and really smart. Now, is this a totally new service that you're doing or is it something that you're offering your standing clients the opportunity to do during this crisis? So that, you know, so we are offering our current clients, you know, because we we, we want to be able to take care of our current clients. 
And the only way they're going to meet is via FaceTime for now. But we figured why not offer, you know, another service that would not, would definitely be able to, it would be easier for people who didn't want to spend that extra money or don't have that extra money to spend right now, but also are looking to meet someone of substance. Absolutely. I love that story. That's amazing. So tell us a little bit about, because I'm sure as usual, when you set up clients, you sort of coach them through their, their first date experience, like in normal times, right? Before Corona. So are you coaching clients through virtual dates and what are some of the tips that you're giving? So it's interesting because some of the people who are a little bit, let's say, are the baby boomers who are in their late 50s, 60s, they're like, wait a second, I know how to FaceTime. You know, I'm not, I haven't been living under a rock, but how do we do this on a date? So I would give, there are some tips that I would say that if you're going to have a FaceTime date, just like a real date, make a time, make a date, you know, whether it's eight o'clock at night, make sure your kids are tucked away. Make sure you're also, you're, you're dressed properly. Like how would you go on a date with someone? Maybe you're not going to a restaurant. Maybe you're going to be sitting in your, in your living room having a glass of wine. So you don't need to, you just need to do you. Like if you are someone that likes to get dressed up, if that's what's going to make you feel better, there's no right or wrong. You should do what makes you feel comfortable. But like I said, make sure the atmosphere is, is inviting. So not necessarily when you have someone come over, they're not going to be sitting in your bedroom. So therefore I would say if you have, no matter whatever your, your situation is, if you have a studio apartment, you invite someone over, have the, you know, have the date in your living room. Mm-hmm. But keep it in the same way that you would have a real date. Give the person the respect and the time. And, and let's, let's see where it goes. Listen, like they say, Rapunzel met the love of her life in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Now, so are there any for like fashion and beauty? I know that your tagline is always classy, sexy. But are there any tips that you have for... Um, you know, how you look on camera. Like maybe should you not wear a glossy lip gloss because it appears not so great? Like, is there anything? (laughs) That's true. No, I have, I mean, there are a ton of tips and I would say like my favorites are, you know, listen, when you're putting makeup on, you, you, as a woman, Gwen, like we both know this, that you don't want to overdo. You know, in a sense, you are home unless you're a makeup artist, unless you're just having fun. Like there's no right or wrong, but I love, I love to see like person make the effort because everybody wants to feel important. And when you're FaceTime dating, make the investment with the person, show them that you care and show them that their time and meeting them is worthwhile. And it always makes, listen, we all know that wouldn't that make you feel good when you see a guy who's, you know, in, in a button down in jeans, then having his stupid sweatpants and a t-shirt on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because even though you're dating from home, you don't want to see that somebody's like not taking it seriously or wanting to impress you. Right. right. I mean, they should it's sort not. of want to impress you. On the first right. And, and it's not respectful, you know, exactly. Person. And you know, as far as like your hair to me, Gwen, this is my biggest challenge. Here I am. I had to do so many different TV interviews from mm-hmm. home and I've right. known my hair. I've not blown my own hair. I know this sounds crazy, what, I'm 47 since I'm like 20? <laughs> it doesn't sound crazy around here, Rory. You're in good company. But I have to tell you guys, like I, you know, before COVID, I never did my own hair either for years and years. I mean, I'm a beauty editor and I'm always trying new products and going to see new salons and meeting with new experts and new stylists. Right. So I'm always having my hair done as part of my reporting. 
But I completely taught myself how to do my own hair because I, I had to. And now I'm like a pro. I know, but I have to say one thing. Like, it's so funny because like my eyelash extensions, there's no one to come into the lashes. There's no one to come nope. into the hair extensions. And you, you gotta know, get Lashify. Well, yeah, we did a segment about this, Rory, with Lashify, which is an at-home system. They're they're like lash clusters, but they la- they can they stay on for several days at a time. They yeah. look more like extensions than like false eyelashes. Yeah. And yeah, we'll send you that episode. Oh, you might want to try Lashify. I definitely do. So <laughs> it's funny because like my husband, when he, he hasn't seen me without lash extensions, right? And without like hair extensions, and he's like, honey, actually, you're really more beautiful. You don't need that crap. I'm like, oh, oh my God. Okay, I think our love is definitely blind, but we'll keep, I'm, I'm, no, I'm grateful. But, but listen, this is something that you can, you know, dispense to your clients that like, it is really true that men do really prefer women looking kind of more natural, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but, but they want natural, but they want that natural. That's also a lot of makeup and jizzing <laughs> of the hair and takes hours. Like men's version of natural is very different from women and gay men's version of natural. <laughs> well, that is a lot of times when like, tell me if you guys, Travis, tell me what you think. I think a lot of times women more, more than not dress for other women. Absolutely. Oh, right. absolutely. Absolutely. But now speaking of getting dressed, right? Do you have any tips for where you should place your camera for a oh, date to get yeah. the best angle? Because I find that like sometimes it's really hard to look, you know, how I want to look for my body to look in a way that's going to make me feel confident to also like not show too much cleavage. It's like really tricky to get the angle of the camera, right? And how about for your facial contours? Do you have any tips for that, Roy? Yeah, so I would say like, I know I'm 5'3". So whenever I'm positioning the camera, I like to be sitting down somewhere where I'm sitting almost like on a bench, a pretty furry, fluffy bench. Always want to make sure it's like feminine and pretty. Mm -hmm. And I have the camera where it's angled at a certain height. So if I'm sitting down, you obviously see me from my, kind of from like from my torso up. Yeah, you do down to up to make you look yeah. longer and taller. Exactly. And listen, if the guy's worth it, ladies, then you know what? Stand up and give him a little spit. You know, this way he can see what he will be missing. And hopefully <laughs> once you don't have to socially distance. Interesting. Now, you know, I would just caution readers to bear in mind that depending on what platform you're using, whether it's Zoom or FaceTime or WhatsApp, because some people don't have iPhones, so you have to video chat on WhatsApp. Yeah. It's all different croppings. So WhatsApp is the hardest. WhatsApp is the hardest. And when I video chat with someone on WhatsApp, I may or may not have had a girlfriend, you know, photograph me before and send me pictures of exactly what I looked like at different angles so that I could get the camera Perfect. But it does take a little bit of effort. And I think that that effort is not lost. No. And Rory, what do you keep in the background? You said that you like to have like a fuzzy stool that's like feminine. So the man's like, oh, look at this like cute, like woman. You know, what do you not want to have political books in the background? Do you not want to have like jarring art? You know, what are your tips for that? I mean, I like for me, like I love sexy art. So I think that when I'm, when I would be sitting in front of you know, whether I'm FaceTiming, Zooming, or WhatsApping, whatever I'm doing, I love the fact that someone would be able to also know a little bit of my personality because I think that art actually tells a story of the kind of person that you are. 
And I don't, I wouldn't mind like Cindy Crawford, a little naked in the back of me. <laughs> I like it. I like your style. I totally do. I love pinup art. Yeah. Well, I also think I'm a, as Gwen knows, I'm a big proponent of the conversation piece. I always with my outfits have something that everyone's going to comment on. It's loud. It's fun. It's me. And for dates, I feel like that's a good, it's good to have a conversation piece or two in case there's a lull. So you can be like, Oh, what's that behind you? Yeah, no, that's actually smart. But let me tell you, don't you find that sometimes like imagine here you are, you're meeting a total stranger you're talking to them on FaceTime, you know, maybe you were introduced through a friend or an app or whatever, or a matchmaker. I think it's just sometimes like when you start talking to someone, which I, I, I love this Gwen, and I I don't know how you guys feel about this, Travis, but you know, when you can have a conversation with someone and the conversation is just effortless, there's so many more places to go. And if you can get through quarantine together and, and the relationship keeps on progressing until you really meet, well, I don't know. I think that's a lot more than, than, you know, jumping someone's bones or really wanting them for the wrong reasons. Like you have no choice. You have to develop an emotional connection first. Right. Yeah. I, I truly believe that video chatting creates an intimacy that can take you to the next step. hundred. Right? I mean, it's, it's not going to replace physical intimacy, but sometimes I think people tend to like jump into the physical intimacy, maybe a little bit too quickly. And then it's like, you know, you don't really, you, you know, nothing you can't, one of my really close girlfriends has a saying, and it's, it's about, you know, it's the build. It's like when you meet someone who you are interested in, attracted to, and you start flirting, it's the build. And it's like, mm. once it gets physical, the build is done and you can't ever get the build back. Jenga. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it's all part of the bills. And there is something that's just very intimate about having to look at somebody in the eyes. Exactly. And, think, and listen, there's nothing sexier and better, I think, than eye contact. And um, obviously, if you're not doing it in person, you can be doing it, you know, on a video chat. But what I think is also like interesting about all that is that you really like there's no texting. The texting people drop off. The person's on the phone. You ha- you're talking to them. And right. like, like, we can have this conversation and we, we don't have to be texting for three weeks straight without even meeting each other, which to me is such a waste of time. Agreed. I completely agree. Completely agree. You have to be more accountable. Totally. And I think that when you're talking to someone, you really get to feel their vibe. You know, texting, we all know words and, 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 and emotions get lost in translation. Like you don't know somebody's tone. It's my biggest pet peeve with texting. Mm-hmm. It ruins a lot of relationships and a lot of first and second dates, I assume. Uh, definitely. I mean, I have a funny story for you guys. Um, when I had one of my clients was saying to me that the way that the guy was texting the girl and what happened was, is that the, 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 this, my client's daughter did, it was really, it was, you know, was, was playing around with her father's phone and texted this oh woman, don't ever call, don't ever text me again. I was like, are you like kidding me? That would not happen on a phone call. I mean, it, was a, it was a joke, but like, you know, the woman obviously was really turned off. So that was the end of that. Maybe we get to go on a first date, but at least like when you're on the phone, like that's it. It's that person, especially video chat. Now let's talk about, you know, risk versus reward. So how do you advise your clients? Like, let's say they've had three video chats and they want to meet in person. Number one, how do they do a socially distanced date in real life? 
And then number two, what about when they want it to turn physical? How do you advise them? So I always say that Corona is like the new STD. So, <laughs> and what do I mean by that? Like, I think that when you're, let's say it's, it's really up to the individual. Let's say, Gwen, let's say you had golf and you had Corona, okay? And you got over it and you were fine and you had the antibodies. You wouldn't be so nervous to meet someone because you can't get it and you can't give it. So I think that you need to kind of like establish that part first. And right. if you're getting intimate, why should getting intimate be any different than it would be without pre-corona? Meaning if you both either either have had it or one person did and the other person did it, I think it really needs to, you need to be honest. Also, if you have any underlying health problems, if you are not really a super healthy person, I think- If you're seeing an, old, an elderly person, right. you know, with regularity. Right. Exactly. So I think you need to kind of really, it forces you to be more transparent more quickly. And would you suggest they get tested just to make sure yep. that they're not 100%. a carrier? Yep, 100%. You know what? Like I said, you know, with STDs, obviously that's something that can stay, whatever. We, we, we all know what that's about. But Corona, a lot of people get it and a lot of people don't get it anymore. That's it. You're done. Well, right. Rory, I also have a question from your experience with this. What What's something that people say to you when they go from FaceTime to in real life that's been something that they liked or they didn't like? Has there been sort of like a common consensus taking it from FaceTime to IRL dating? So it's interesting because a lot of the, a lot, let's say the, the millennials, they really didn't love the FaceTime because they, we weren't, they weren't familiar with it. You know, for them, it was about the texting and, and, and then we'll meet for a drink and then we'll, we'll write off the next person. Yeah. So like for them, it's like they're, become, they're a little bit lazier where somebody who might be a little bit older in their 40s and 50s is like, oh, you know, I really like this. Really get to know this person. This is the way it used to be. This is old school. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I like that. And I can definitely see that happening. Right? Yeah. That's but now winning and dating people. Even though we're in the middle of the COVID-19 crisis and we are dating by a social distance and we're also doing these virtual meetups, people are still getting ghosted, right? I heard about this term called zumping. What is zumping? Oh my God. No. What is zumping? Zumping is if you want to date someone via Zoom. I mean, come on. Like, did you have anything so mean in your life? I mean... (laughs) Dumped via Zoom. Come on. That's really tragic. That's really tragic. Rory, I also had a, my best friend came into a chat room I was in with his ex there. So I've had a run-in with an ex via house party too. Oh, God. That is- I know. Someone ran into their ex during the quarantine. Well, so- hopefully they, they appreciate the fact maybe that they, that person is an ex and for a reason, right? <laughs> yes. So do you have any tips for your clients or for anybody really, like they think that they're having like a Zoom date. They think that it's like date number three or whatever, and they get on and this person decides to dump them via Zoom. And I'm assuming that like, because somebody isn't kind of in front of somebody that maybe they're a little bit more heartless. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so like, like they, they definitely have, they're more ballsy to do it. Like they don't care. They're like, okay, bring it on. Like, I just want to get rid of this person. You know, at the end of the day, I think that depending on, let's say you're talking about someone who was dating for a long time and got zumped, well, that really sucks, okay? 
Because like dating for a long time before yeah, Corona. Corona. Oh. So that's like, that's horrible. But at the end of the day, like if someone is so cold, you know, to do it that way, listen, it's, it's obviously not the best why you can't socially distance and, and, and dump them, you know, at least give them the respect and the courtesy. I mean, come on. Right. Um, but if you're meeting someone in quarantine, let's say from an app or from wherever, and it didn't work out. Okay. Like fine. Like enough. Let's just move on. At that point, there was no, like you're talking about risk and reward. If you're not in it to win it, it who knows what's going to happen? Like you're not going to give yourself the opportunity, but listen, like anything else, you know, if you didn't make the cr- crazy investment in time into the relationship here today, gone tomorrow, you tried good for you. Wasn't meant to be move on. Right. Sorry. Oh, so, you know, Cool. Rory, I've, I got a different question based on memes that I've been seeing on Instagram. <laughs> um, they've been saying that with dating, they've been looking at people in a different way because they're like, could I be quarantined with this person oh, yeah, rather than just date them? Have you had people tell you that too? Oh my God, everyone. Okay, good. So, That's what I thought. Everyone. So it's funny because I, I know a couple that actually, unfortunately, well, they're getting divorced, but they're quarantined. How torturous is that? You know? That's you know, relatable. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> Travis, are you speaking from yes, personal yes, experience? No. Yes, yes, I, I am. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you know, the interesting thing is that we did see a bunch of celebrity relationships just totally blow up during this time. Well, and how do you. Because people can't, are learning. Could I stand this person or could I not? Like, think about this one. I mean, First of all, a lot of times, especially in ce- in the celebrity world, money masks a lot of problems. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, come on. I think that it's really just, you know, it's about now where we have to be together. It's not about the performances. It's not about the work. It's not about anything. It's like, could we really stand each other? Because all we have is each other. Right. right. Yeah. So you really learn if somebody is, is, is in it for the right reasons, there for the long haul. Like, I mean, you have to... We're talking about couples and this is for real people as well. Like I've never not traveled for three months. I've never been in the country this long, let alone my apartment, right? So like couples who maybe one of the partners travels a lot for work, all of a sudden they're home with the kids. we're at work all day and into the night. Right. So they're not having the same space they normally have. Which, by the way, space is a very good thing in a relationship. I have no, I think everybody needs to have their own life and do their own thing. But like I said, if you can get through quarantine together, then really it's almost like you can get through anything. Yeah. Wow. So do you hear anything from clients who have maybe been dating for a long time and they're worried about making it through? Like what, what, do you have any tips? Yeah. So I think like my, my big thing is that, um, you're dating in quarantine and you're trying to obviously get over this together in, in a good way where you guys can get along, I'm a big believer in respect. So what do I mean by that? You need to respect a person's time. You need to respect a person's space. If you're also living together, maybe you're a couple that's living together, right? Um, you're living in a studio apartment. It's not so easy. You know, he needs to work or she needs to work, whatever. Both, both people you know, need to have their own time. I think you need to be able to communicate your needs and what you need to make sure that you can get what you need to get done, that the other person gets to do what they need to get done, and also make the best out of it. Meaning there are things that we can do to have to look forward to. 
whether, you know, hopefully the city is going to open up soon and, and we have, we can make, we can start to slowly, slowly make all these plans. Like I went out for dinner with my husband on Monday night to Connecticut. <laughs> has a freaking restaurant that's open. Yeah. The Connecticut restaurants are open for outdoor dining. Exactly. So oh, that's so great. When you're doing things like that and you're giving each other the space and you're also looking towards the future because this too shall pass, right? Right. So, you know what? I think giving yourself, you know, time, space, and also things to look forward to is really the best thing that you can do in surviving this quarantine together. And if you really, if in a relationship, you really have to forget love each other. You know, love is such a word that gets tossed around, right? We hang up the phone, love you, love you, love you. But you really have to like the person. If you don't like them, it doesn't mean anything. Right. Mm-hmm. No, that you're, is the truth. you're absolutely right. I've seen couples, my dad and stepmom did like one day a week where they spend like in different parts of the house, like one day a week, you're just like, no, you're not going to see this person. And that really worked for them. Listen, absence makes the heart grow fonder, you know, you see the other opposite sides of the house. (laughs) And you'll come back with your Lashify extensions on and really show your husband what's up. Exactly. I'll meet you for dinner. (laughs) So now Rory, you know, with New York City is planning to start phase one of reopening on, on June 8th. So, you know, we're, we're getting there. We're getting into like where beyond just essential workers and essential businesses, everybody will be able to socialize in new ways. But do you think that there's still going to be um, socially distanced dating? Do you think that these habits are going to stick around? And are you going to continue your virtual dating option? So I think let's start with, do I think it's going to stick around? I think once, I think it depends on the person, you know, so many people are sick of this, you know, who are healthy. I don't want to, let's not, you know, obviously people who are, have, you know, underlying health issues, or like you said, are close to somebody who is elderly, you know, those people are going to be really nervous still. But I think that, you know, people who are living, you know, alone or even myself, like at this point, like I've had it too. You know, um, I also had Corona so that I do have the antibodies on a side note. Lucky you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that sometimes like anything else, like people also forget. So it's, listen, the warmer weather is coming. You know, people are starving for human affection. Um, they, 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 they're not going to be able to, it's going to be hard for people to walk around with a mask. You're going to be in a restaurant. And, and even though like when I was in the restaurant the other day, um, I had to, when I was passing people, of course, you know, I'm wearing the mask. I want to be respectful. Um, but when you're sitting down and you're eating and you're talking, I, I think like anything else, you know, it's going to be around for a little bit, but I think it's going to also probably go away the way that it came in. You know, we know, you know, before March, whatever the date was, um, we were not living like this. Right. People are going to be extra, extra horny is what I heard oh, you saying yes, too. They are. Yes, they are. <laughs> And no, I do think that's true. People I, are ready. I, I, they are ready. I think they're ready to roll. <laughs> <laughs> ready to roll in the hay. All right. Well, thank you. You have armed us with so much incredible information, Roy. Seriously, really, thank you, Roy. I really appreciate it. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Travis, I know that I'm armed for my next date. How about you? I sure am. As soon as I get my ring light delivered, so I can (laughs) continue to be a little deceptive with my lighting before we meet. (laughs) All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Please go to usmagazine.com slash stylish for more celebrity beauty tips and tricks all week long. 
Listen to Get Trust with us on Spotify, on iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Come back next week for a new episode. And until then, stay gorgeous.